Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. Hello, Shuli. Hello, my friend. How are you? The only time anybody watches this podcast is when we talk about Stuttering John. Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. It's all Long Island to me. The second she saw the face, she said, Oh, yeah, that was him. Oh, you're the guy that played fake clips of me. Yes, I remember now. It's a stupid name, but maybe it's worth listening to. How the fuck do I know? I got my own problems. I got hemorrhoids and shit. When I wipe my ass, it looks like a chocolate-covered cherry. All right. Kiki. Everybody, welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. My name is Carlos Danger. For the purposes of this broadcast, it is a solo episode, as you can probably see. So if you think uh, normally this show is boring and I have nothing to say, stay tuned. Uh, I just wanted to do a quick discussion slash podcast about the shows I love because I'm an old man and I watch YouTube like probably a bunch of you out there and I love Misery Loves Company and there's been so much drama the past few weeks with that great show. I thought I would touch upon it a, a little bit. I'm sick. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the day. I don't know what's wrong with me, but uh, I'm sick. Obviously, I uh, given my shape, my habits, my physical condition. I'm ready to die. But first topic, Chad Zumach is off Misery, Misery Loves Company. It looks like the last couple of days, MLC has been doing about, well, last couple of weeks, right? They were averaging 1,000 live viewers regularly, MLC. And the last few, it dropped by about 300 viewers during those two Chad streams where he stream, stream sniped MLC. But MLC has said that the super chats are up. Uh, hey, Bill Loney. How are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Bill Loney. I appreciate that. Nice to see you. And I'm trying to get this out real quick because I know El Harible is on at 1030 Eastern time. Uh, so I just thought I would, I would poop something out real quick. So first clip I'm going to play, it's uh, two clips combined into one. It's from yesterday's uh, Friday live stream that Chad did when he was intoxicated. Uh, he streamed sniping MLC with uh, Kevin Brennan, Bob Levy, and Pat Dixon. So let's uh, take a look. So, uh, so now I'm like, now I'm like, I, I I couldn't be happier for some reason. Like, like I American Pirate. Wow. Hi, welcome. Four ninety nine. Sally sells. I don't know. I mean, he's. Uh, I don't even know what the word is now, but. But he was basically, you know, he said at the beginning, yes. it's like a shitty relationship. Like at the beginning, Bon Levy. Like at the beginning, it was fine. Friday party. Then within a year, it was just fucking garbage. It just seemed like yeah, I put up with a lot of it because he wanted to sell tickets. Something. Uh, drunk Something shark. So now this is later in that same broadcast yesterday where uh, Kevin brings up the fact that. Chad is intoxicated watching him. Right now, it's kind of sad, actually. I'm not surprised. Like, we're not supposed to talk about Chad today, but I'm not surprised because Chad is an undisciplined loser, and that's why he can't stick to anything. You know, he was going to not drink for the whole year. Then he was going to. Then he was going to go to the gym. So you know, whatever. Chad needs to be the center of attention. The fact that he's watching this is just killing. So I I thought this was a good part because. Chad, who's you know clearly intoxicated, hasn't he? He doesn't realize that Kevin's talking about him until 
right now. Him because he wants everyone to be watching. I don't even know. I know. I know he's only happy when he's being a fucking loser. Hold like on. that's a fact. He's Pinkman. Stay Pink with Man me. It was only happy. Stay when he with me. Addicted to drugs. We're gonna find out. Complete mess. And that's that's uh, your boy Chad. He's talking about me and right now. I lost him. When I first saw Pat on screen, I. Anyway, I don't know what people thought of that stream yesterday. I personally, I'm a big fan of Chad when he's drunk on MLC. That New Year's Eve episode he did, I thought was hilarious. But he has to have other people in the room, I think. I don't think uh, drunk Chad works as a solo venture, if you know what I mean. David Fetterman says, welcome to the stream, by the way. Chad looks healthier with one black guy in a poster than he does in real life. All right, this is working. I didn't even think this. I, I used like an old uh, 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 StreamYard thing, so apparently people are watching. Um, and, and if anybody, I don't know, I don't know what your theory is about what actually caused the latest breakup of Chad and Kevin, but my theory about the MLC breakup, and I've been watching MLC for about three years. So it's, the show's been on the air for much longer than that, but that's the, the period I'm most familiar with, which is the Chad years. It's never been the Chad and Kevin show. And it's, you know, it's the Kevin Brennan show. And in the last few weeks or so, I think it's becoming the Chad and Kevin show. I think that's what Kevin senses. That's what he said on some of these streams. And then if you watch Chad on his stream snipes, Chad seems to think it's become the Kevin and Chad show. So I think Brennan, like he did in 2021, it's been that long ago, cut him loose or they separated or Chad quit. However, uh, they're putting it. And I thought for, from a historical perspective, here is Chad in 2021 talking about why he left Kevin the first time. Like a fool, he doesn't, I stand up to these people. I'm not your fucking feature. I'm not your sidekick. Go fuck yourself. I'm gone, so good luck. I mean, I just, I'm just not going to do the podcast. I don't, I mean, I'm just saying it would just financially wasn't making sense to put all that energy and time into Kevin's podcast. He was always interrupting and you got to learn to pick your spots. You know, it's Kevin's hard to, cause Kevin goes on rants and he can talk nonstop. So you got to learn a different skill set on when to come in and you have to be quick. So I don't have an ego about it. My comedy goal was always to get on Conan. I haven't talked to Kevin, to be honest with you. I just told him yesterday I don't want to do this anymore. Nothing. He never texted me back. So because Again, this is 2021. football podcast, and he didn't want to do it. He went off on me. I'm just like, I don't need this. I just don't need it. I don't want it. It's like I lined up the football podcast yesterday. I got Earl, and I fucked that up. And I'm texting back and forth. And me and Ken are just sitting there in Zoom waiting. And... Kevin just didn't want to do it. And I was like, all right, well, what are, we, what are we doing? That was just one of many, many, many things. It was all boiling up. You know, he doesn't seem to want to do it either. So why am I putting energy into it when he doesn't give a fuck? So I got to have some structure and consistency with what we're doing. I, I just can't. Am I going to be on podcast one week? Are we going to do it at three? Like, what are we doing? Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I can't book. I can't book guests if I don't know if there's going to be a podcast. And if I book a guest and you tell me to move it, I'm like, I, I, I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. 
So my point there is that obviously there's been bad blood between these two people forever, but I want to share a great comment, which I very much appreciate from Dice Kinnison. Carlos, please go listen to the first hundred or so MLCs. They're free or archived and treat yourself to the true essence of KB with Lenny Martinez, Jimmy, I'm sorry, with Lenny, Jimmy Martinez, and the incomparable Brian McCarthy. I have been uh, dice. I, I know what you're saying there because I was I was going to talk about that for a second. Since I'm a newer fan, I'm in this weird perspective. I know there's a whole history uh, to MLC, and that's why I enjoy watching uh, Ski Mask because he's been watching for so long. And there's sort of like it's almost like when you I don't know when you when you get a job and the people working at the job teach you how to do the job. There's a whole there's like many generations of MLC fans. Um, one thing that's been annoying me with this latest Chad drama, I mean, I'll read a comment right here. Chad is live now. Is he stealing my 10 viewers? But uh, I wanted to read a comment that I saw on Twitter. It's from the Total BS show, Brian and Shayna. They do a professional broadcast, unlike what I'm doing right now. I'm just a fat man in his basement uh, talking about stuff I watch. But he says, uh, to MLC podcast, I like you, I really do, but a show about a show while you're talking super chats over some BS Chad Zumok drama isn't a show. You need Chad. He's the bridge for you with Sir Levy, or with the Reverend Bob Levy. Bob has been listless, no energy since Chad has been gone. Please rebuild the bridge. And I think, Dice, what you're saying and what I'm saying is that is completely untrue because this thing has been around before Chad and it'll be around uh, after Chad. And I'm going to play a clip because that's one of the things I wanted to show people because I've seen these comments from people saying, you know, Misery Loves Company isn't Misery Loves Company without Chad. I identify with that because that's the era I'm most familiar with. But, you know, obviously the first two episodes without Chad have been a bit rocky. I don't think uh, I'm talking out of school there. You know, MLC is doing the shows five days a week. Maybe that's uh, too much. You could argue that. Uh, but, like, I want to point out that the last time Chad and Kevin separated, we then had Kevin Brennan do what I think were two masterpiece episodes with Pat Dixon after he allegedly punched uh, Gino Bisconti. Those were killer episodes, great interviews. We had Kevin partner with Bob Levy after Chad left the first time. We had Kevin and Levy do a weekly show on Compound Media, which was great on Thursdays while it lasted. Got me to subscribe to that service until Kevin left. So, and, and you know, I like Chad on the show, but the show can absolutely survive without Chad. Uh, sharing some other things here. Oops Kid says the Chad business is a Ponzi scheme. David Futterman says Chad is live now. Maybe snipe his stream. What's good for the idiot is good for the candor. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be real quick because I don't want to take too long. That's a great idea, and I'm interested to hear what Chad uh, has to say. But I can't do it. I got too much other. I'm 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 on the verge of dying. Dice Kinnison, anyone who enjoyed the Brian and McCarthy era has zero use for Zumok. Okay, I've heard that. Yeah, and I think Ski Mask Collective is going to talk about that today. I have to watch and learn uh, later today. David Funderman, new meaning to BC and AD before Chad and after D Bag. That's pretty good. Uh, MLC had over a thousand views the first two shows without Chad, but I meant you know when they do the live viewership, obnoxious John. I, I they were around seven hundred uh, live views that I could see publicly. Uh, have you heard the rumors about Cardiff and Stutjo? 
I, I saw the tweet saying that uh, Cardiff was, or John was trying to get money out of it. Obnoxious John Dixon was not a good guest yesterday, and Bob is dealing with tooth pain. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's, all right, so there's a little bit of a transition uh, going on there. I, I would agree with you, the last two episodes were a little rocky, but the show's always changing, and that's what's great about it. But if you think the, if you're a newer viewer, if you're a newer MLC viewer than I am, and you think this drama between Chad and Kevin uh, is something new, uh, it simply is not. And there is a great clip, episode 52. This is with Jimmy Martinez, who was, was on the show regularly with Brennan. This clip is from, I mean, it was posted to YouTube about six years ago. Uh, and if you watch it, if you want to see a real fight, I mean, here it is. Fuck I know, but then we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to fire you from the show. Okay, well, the captain, that's what no, you're gonna like, have to fucking like go do. Sorry. But people go, people go. How do you go from? And just to set this up, what, what's happening here is Kevin is giving heavy criticism to Jimmy Martinez about the way he conducts himself professionally, uh, and it tension builds. Lenny to Jimmy, and I go, I don't know. Maybe that's on me. Maybe I got problems. You go from one extreme to the other. No, you're like a crackhead. You're like, is, is it, when you're talking, you're awake, but as soon as somebody else talks, you're you're dro you're hey, looking uh, at your phone, you're you're man. yawning. So, do y'all want to see Kevin get his ass whipped on camera? I would love it. <laughs> I know for you the would, ratings, you for the ratings, for the ratings. I'm in contract. Oh, yeah, but you're gonna me, need a job at this. some point. Hey, yo, I'm working in Hollywood. Where? Nigga. Where? What the fuck are you talking about? Where are you about? working? Call my management, nigga. You know, yo, Kev, stop playing. I'll call him right now. Call Jason Steinberg right now, nigga. Don't play with me, B. Jason will play games. He won't answer the real question. Don't fucking play with me, man. Don't All right, play let's with me. call him right now. Okay, I have a question. Where can I? Uh, it's Kevin Brennan. Oh. Hey, Kevin. We got one of your clients here. Okay. And uh, tell my son. I'm trying. It's like more like an intervention, cause. Hey yo, yo, my man, you gotta ask him a question. We're not gonna play these fucking games. Ask him. Uh, is is uh Jimmy Martinez? He's one of your clients, right? Is he working today? Okay, he don't. You don't have a gig. Hey, yo, man, listen, bruh. I'm done with this. Okay, good. I'm done. Good. All right. You said call him to see if you got a gig. Okay, don't play with me. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. This is all live. All right. Everybody saw all of that. So my point being, like, if I read the tweet from uh, our pals at Total BS, and no disrespect to them, I mean, they know a lot more about all comedy than I do. But he says, uh, I like you, I really do. But a show about a show while taking Super Chats over some BS from Chad Zumach isn't a show. He's the bridge for you and Reverend Levy. Levy. Bob has been listless, no energy. Please rebuild the bridge. I, I think you can, you know, if you watch that, Kevin will be fine no matter what happens. I'm more disappointed personally over the Shuley-Kevin feud. That one kind of bums me out because I think 
it'll obviously eventually end the relationship, at least on the podcast between Levy and Brennan. But I think there's a there, there's a Kevin's hardcore fans like uh, Dice Kinnison are probably okay with that. All right, Bill Bixby. Hello, Bill. Thank you so much for watching and all your comments. I appreciate I appreciate it. Dixon will never be a good guest. He's not fun or funny. I, I disagree. I think I think that man is hilarious, but to each his own. This guy is a much better actor than Chad. Were you talking about Martinez? Oh, do so you think the whole thing's a work? I'm a mark. I believe anything. Obnoxious John, he did tell him to call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Citizen M. MLC never thrived before Chad. I disagree. There are exceptions. Specifically here, you are showcasing the most infamous moment in MLC history. The Pat Dixon post Geno Punch episode, et cetera, are all exceptions. I just, I, 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 I just disagree. I mean, I, look, I think there's something about Kevin Brennan's energy that appeals, at least to me. You know, if you've ever had a job and somebody passed you over for like a promotion or you sit there and you wonder why is something so popular and you hate it, you feel like uh, you're isolated. Like there's, there is a certain negativity that Kevin Brennan makes comical that taps into the heart of at least uh, people like me. I'm happy to say I identify with the guy. I got two kids, the kid, I got kids. I, I identify with, with all of it. So I, I it's my favorite pie, podcast by far, and it's the one I've, I've personally stuck with. Um, so that was that. Anyway, that was a, that, that was a great clip there, classic clip. Uh, again, watch Ski Mask Collective today for more discerning MLC commentary. Uh, like I said, the Shuley Brennan beef sort of bothers me more because, uh, I don't know, I, I, I want Shuley in my mind as a fan of the old Howard Stern show. I want Shuley and, and, and Kevin to, to get along for reasons that I can't even... Uh, explain. Uh, but the, there was some like news in the Shuley front yesterday. Kevin Dabrowski announced he's ending his show. Pontiva, oh, so you're Carlos Danger. Yeah, some, I saw a comment. It made me laugh out loud. Somebody said, I like the mystique of Carlos Danger better. When I find out he just looks like a little, little league coach, it's, it's disappointing. David Fetterman, can we all agree, agree that Ray DeVito is a child? He didn't understand Shuley, who didn't explain about going to the Pottsville, even though Ray is almost eligible for AARP. All right, so like, what time is it? 10.13. I love Ray DeVito. I was exposed to Ray DeVito through the MLC podcast, and I thought there was an episode where he first talked about it had to be at least a year ago where Ray talked about on the MLC podcast about using like paper towels to dry off at the gym. And I thought this guy is honest. There's no airs about him. You know, he is a working comic trying to make it as a comic, trying to make a living as a comic and was being completely open about what that's like for him. I respected the hell out of that, found it endearing and found it funny. So maybe through the lens of YouTube and sort of the commentary world and all these other podcasts, uh, Ray is Ray. You know, Ray's not going to get a, a, a green screen, right? Ray is Ray. So you can argue, oh, he shouldn't be podcasting. But I mean, I think the, the, the issue at this point with Ray is that his profile has been raised so much so quickly. Uh, and he's podcasting a lot. Like we've talked about that a, a little bit. I, I think he should take the foot off the accelerator a little bit but I, I i'm team ray man i'm team ray until the end 
I mean, the guy had me on his uh, Shuli Network show. I'm just a fat man in the basement who insulted Ray once in a chat, much like uh, you people. Do you have BDE? What does that mean? Irritable bowel syndrome? Do I have to Google that? I can't. Nothing's coming to mind. But uh, Pontiva says, Ray is dangerously dumb. I mean, how do you quantify that? I don't understand how he's still alive. Anyone that starts their name with Kevin, dumb, <laughs> is bad for ratings. Good morning, Kinky Loco. I like Kevin. I didn't like MLC at all. Is Dave special needs? I'm not sure. <laughs> You're asking me that? Like, what? Do I give off? Do I think if I look at a mirror and, like, and watch videos of myself, am I giving off that energy? I don't know, man. I'm Irish. Uh, Ray Chad. All right. Where was I? All right. So let's play a clip of Dembowski, Dembrowski talking about why he's quitting the Shuley Network and whether Bob Levy capped him. The podcasting scene right now uh, for me is uh, it's uh, overwhelming uh, mentally. I've uh, I've documented on this show, uh, Shuley's show, uh, you know, the BS show, Gino Bisconti show. Um, and probably other shows that you've seen clips of me on uh, that I don't want to be involved with any of the drama. There seems to be continuing storylines going. Uh, I like to work with everyone. And uh, it seems that whatever show I'm on has a problem with another show. And when I do that, I get pulled into uh, that sort of drama. Um, look, I just want to say for the record, I've never, um, I've never disparaged. I've never gone out of my way to <laughs> uh, any other comic in the scene. I think there's plenty to eat. I think there's plenty of room for everyone, but I get it, man. You know, drama sells, sex sells. I'm not in fucking, I'm not an idiot. You may think it and it may be true, but I don't think I am. Uh, while, while it does sell now, and you know, and we're all guilty of getting caught up in the shit, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, earlier this week, even yesterday, you know, with with Chad, you know, stream sniping Kevin, and and you know, and and I'm and it's like I'm I'm laying there last night before bed, and I'm going, why am I why am I getting involved in all this shit? Like I I should know better, you know. I right. I never had an issue with Kevin. I've always supported Kevin, uh, even before Bob started working with him. I was never against him. And then once Bob started working with him, I wanted to support him even more. I offered our production team to his show to to help him in any way, shape, or form. I've I've given advice uh, through Bob to him on on certain things to to generate a little bit more income, you know, uh, show wise. Not that he needs my help; he's doing fine, but just being a nice guy about it and trying to help out a friend and here you are you get caught up in this shit where now i'm shit talking him he's shit talking me and for what you know at the end of the day doesn't need to be like this we can all eat at the same table but you you get that beaten into your head that you know uh chaos and and fighting and drama sells and it does but it also takes a toll on people it fucking it it screws up relationships and uh, friendships and you know at the end of the day is it really worth it uh, for for me I'm speaking for me. So 
the end of that clip there, the thing that popped out in my mind when Shuli was saying that about the toll that drama takes on these guys is what about poor stuttering John? Right? Does anybody, hey, that, he's, there's, there's been a, a pound of flesh ripped from him and we're all guilty. Also, Kevin Dabrowski, I don't know Kevin Dabrowski. I don't, I don't watch In Hot Water. I only know him from Twitter and this show he just started on the Shuli Network. So I think it's, and I, I like the show. I thought his, his interview with Jackie was fun. You know, it was that, that moment when Bob Levy came in and Jackie talked about, or Levy talked about how Jackie named him. I thought that was, that, I thought that was cool. I thought his interview with uh, Carlos Mencia was good. You know, there's, I mean, Carlos Mencia is a madman. So I thought that was, a, was an interesting one. So I'm, I'm bummed to see the, the guy go. Uh, so what, what else is going on? My, my eyes are too close together. They are not. I always felt like my eyes are too wide apart. I have big, dark circles. And I, I'm getting skin tags all over my body. But I never thought they were too close together. That, that's, I think you might be wrong, Blinky. Yes, 100% Carlos. Uh, F stuttering John. Have you seen Cardiff without the filter? Yes. I was in a hotel room with him. He wouldn't come in. Literally, he wouldn't come in the hotel room and, unless I invited him in. So Cardiff is weird, but not in the ways you think. They're all hypocrites. I did, I did get that vibe a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pontiva, I remember when these guys used to be comedians. I'd rather see them on podcasts. Uh, Dice Kinnison, then, then stand up. I'd rather see all these guys do podcasts and comment on other stuff. Back office radio till I die, man. That was the best thing about Howard Stern. Back office radio till I die. Dice Kinnison, Shuli, Opie, SJ, Zumak, who? No one is listening to any of these dweeb when solo unless it's a goof. That's why Carl got to retire. Uh, you look Chinese. That's just not accurate. That's just not, a, there's no way. I mean, I look like a bloated Irishman. Hey, Tommy, Carlos, go for the trash talk ratings. Work him over. Make up stuff. Dox his family. Don't you want the ratings? Who, Ray? Like, who are you talking about? Who am I supposed to dox? David Futterman, I am guilty of using these idiots who put out material for public consumption, for entertainment, and as a motivation to make good decisions in my life. Don't want to end up like Stutcho or Chad. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to... Uh... I don't want to get drunk on, on a stream. You are a great big fat person. Let me edit that. All right. I, the RU, fine. I'll deal with the RU. But why do you have to say great and big? That's like saying big, huge. Just say you are a big fat person. Or even better, more concise and probably more accurate and definitely hurt hurts me more is you are a fat person. You don't need those extra words. Show you who my Aaron Imholt? Citizen M, they rip Stuttering John to shreds and often deservedly so, but criticize Carl Herberger, I don't know how to say his name, or Chrissy Mayer and fanboys autistically pile on to defend them. Yeah, I like everybody. Kiki Loco, you are a big, huge, fat person. Just say, just choose, choose an adjective. David Federman, can, can you dox a couch or a storage facility? <laughs> Does Ray live in a storage facility? No, I don't think so. I like Ray, man. I'm Team Ray. Come on, the guy had the guy pulled me out of his comments and put me on this crazy podcast. I think I'm starting to annoy Ray, though. 
I don't know how, you know, I, I should probably take a break. Let Ray do Ray. You know what I mean? Uh, adjectives anonymous, Kinky Loco says. But I kind of got a bad feeling the other day. I was on Ray's stream and win by two earlier in the day. Like Blue Mosaic is essentially Ray's biographer. And uh, so they were playing old videos of like Ray's rapping. Like he did a rap video. And it seems to me like back in the day, when college humor was a thing and cracked was a thing and like MTV had MV, MTV2, the website, it seems like every aspiring comedy writer or stand-up or aspiring stand-up was getting all these like assignments to produce these videos. So they all have this archive of awful rap videos. Chad has the same thing. But my, my concern was that I played it and then people started paying for it and i started to think of uh that perry caravello guy where people pay him to do things and it left me with an uneasy feeling because uh like you know i, I don't know i don't think ray is a lol cow i certainly don't want to be viewed as like a handler or some shit like that you guys are a stand-up comic ray has a sense of humor chad has none problem is that ray is too nice and he obviously didn't finish his childhood didn't he just cop to sell, stealing a bobblehead from a child? Well, I think that was, you know, exaggerated upon for comedic effect by Shuli and the gang. Uh, are you going to be on Bedabbler's live stream? No, I'm not. Question mark. Pontiva. I like Ray as a person, but he needs to get a job and give up on his career. I can get him a job in Cleveland as a landscaper. Yeah, I heard it pays $20 an hour. Kinky Loco, Ray needs to worry less about what chat is saying and roll with things a little more. I agree. He shouldn't be moderating while doing his show and certainly shouldn't time out fans for having fun. Uh, I agree. I agree. Ray is thin-skinned. I think he's just human. Uh, so is Chad. They all thin. Let's end on that note. That's all I wanted to come on here and share those couple of things. I do want to thank Ray because I'll just fangirl out here uh, for a moment. In fact, I'll play it. What time is it? Bedabbler goes live in five minutes. And he, you know, he's got a 10-minute intro because he's professional. But being on with Ray and having Shuli there, that was pretty goddamn cool. I don't care what any of you say. You can make fun of me all you want. But particularly this moment. Does this feel similar to arguing with Ronnie, Jason, or Brent in Howard's studio? Surely network for life. Uh, I think it, I can answer that. Yeah, go ahead, Carlos. No. <laughs> what, what, what's a Ronnie, Jason, and Brent? I mean, come on. Ray not knowing the reference at the end. That was funny. And just the fact that I got to play pretend back office radio with Julie, who was on the Howard Stern show to do that for 15 seconds was definitely the highlight of my week. So, uh, your producer, Chris impression was awesome. Can you do a little, uh, no, I'd have to be under the influence and I don't have my wig. I apologize. I did try to research that a little bit. He's fought, he's actually, it's hard. I, I, I put something in uh, on a, on a discord cause I'm not a WATP devotee. What I usually do is, I, unless I know the podcast, I tend to skip over the first part when they critique a podcast, even though I think Chad, uh, Chad Carl is a, is a good critic. I tend to, I just want to hear them talk about Stuttering John, Opie, or Chad. David Fetterman, who's doing better in life, Ray or Chad? They both seem like they will die alone, almost 
unknown. Well, hey, you know what? That fate awaits us all. Citizen M, B. Dabbler's guest today is boring, though. Really? Uh, LOL. True, very cool. Ski Mask Collective didn't believe that Al Pacino was in The Godfather. What? You're going to have to private message me, Citizen M. That's crazy. That's outrageous. Uh, all right. That's it. Okay, The Mandalorian. Like, this is supposed to be a movie review podcast, but I stopped watching movies because I fell into this wormhole of old man YouTube. And then I have this narcissistic thing where I think I'm a podcaster. And then I got people calling me fat and Chinese. Uh, but The Mandalorian, this season, not good. The problem is, remember Clint Eastwood in as the man with no name in those Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns? Good, the bad, and the ugly, right? That was the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. It was just, it was just about The Mandalorian, this bounty hunter, this lone bounty hunter. Imagine if... The good, the bad, and the ugly ended with there's a thousand men with no name, a thousand Clint Eastwood characters. No, you don't need to expand that world. Keep it about the Mandalorian. Keep it about a single Mandalorian. Even kill off the baby. I don't care about Yoda. Ted Lasso, just too cute. Just too cute for me. Ted Lasso, I think we're going to look back at it in 50 years, assuming a nuclear, I mean, clearly a nuclear holocaust is coming. It'll be here soon. And when society rebuilds, they're going to look back at Ted Lasso as a response to all the dark times that we're living through as a nation and collectively as a planet, the same way during World War II in the 30s when all that stuff was, 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 was ramping up and then broke out into the Second World War in the early 40s. Everybody was watching musicals, you know, to, to escape. Like during the Great Depression, everybody watched musicals. And, and that's my theory on Ted Lasso. But it's just too cute at this point. Succession on HBO, best damn show on television. One of the best written shows uh, in the history of HBO. And if you don't believe me, get out of my stream. Dice Kinnison, love when you hop on your calls. Keep up the great work. Yeah, hey, thanks, Dice. And, and thank you for the MLC stuff. Uh, I appreciate that. Star Wars is dead. Probably, probably. Uh, old man, YouTube is entertaining. Yeah, right? We need that. Uh, your subs are up, Carlos. Getting closer to 1K subs. This channel will never be monetized. I don't own the channel. This was a three-man podcast. The guy that created this channel hates me. Uh, he may be a, a manager. So this, this channel will never be monetized. will always be for the art. Uh, what else is there? I'm going to get you out of here. Listen to the insanity while working out. And the comments regarding your weight will subside. Can't help with the age. I mean, I work. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm starting to feel it. I, I, I'm starting to feel my heft at this point. But uh, I've been working at, like, this is my office. I, I live down here. But anyway, uh, Ted Lasso's new season is too cute. Not enough comp. Yeah, too much. Yeah, I agree with you, Dr. Spaghetti Tooth John. It is too cute. Well said. I can't add anything to that. Mondo Creepy, this is my friend. Ted Lasso doesn't make any sense from a soccer fan perspective. Well, that's it's not supposed to. It's not just meant for soccer. It's not written for soccer fans. True, perhaps seven, like the Magnificent Seven. Cap at seven samurai, seven Mandalorian, no more. Succession is as bad as this podcast, and this is terrible. Blinky, well, I, why I oughta, I will find you, Blinky Jedi. 
Mass Effect, blah, blah, Star Wars. Don't do the uh, greater than, less than, please. I don't know which is which. What's his name? I'll take care of him. Of Blinky Jedi? I don't know. Probably a, 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 relate, a relative of mine or brother or something. Succession, every character unlikable. Yes. True. Uh, you were just... In, no, no, no. Blinky Jedi is, is welcome here. I see him in all the chats. Stevie Lou, I just found out yesterday what the M in Citizen M stands for. What? Everybody, stop fighting. Somebody said something about <laughs> sex massages will help with weight loss. Give it a shot. If you're offering, Tommy, come on up to Connecticut. Uh, do you get offended by the term oriental? I don't know. I guess it would de- it's a word. It depends on the context that you're, you're using it in, right? Do you get offended by it? No, the owner of your channel. Oh, he's all right. He actually sold a, uh, th- th- this was a movie review podcast, if you want to hear. This is very boring. But all right, so the other guy's a special effects makeup artist that, that I usually do this with. He's been working like a dog. He's, you know, go look, look him up on IMDb, Brian Spears. He worked on the movie Smile. He's got uh, uh, Oranges of the New Black. He worked on The Punisher on Netflix, Jessica Jones on Netflix. Did I say American Horror Story? And then a bunch of zombie shows and all this stuff that I'm not allowed to name. So we would go to horror conventions and we met this other guy, a screenwriter. And he's the guy we, we, we started this together to talk about horror movies. The screenwriter actually, his, he, he, he sold the script to Universal for like over, like, like big money, big money. Uh, and then he got too good for us. And then he didn't want. He never wanted to do YouTube, and he and he likes new Howard Stern compared to old Howard Stern. Okay, uh, Blinky Jedi is a beloved chatter. Yeah, exactly. Citizen, how was your NLO experience last night? I missed NLO. He went live at one fifteen in the morning. I'll fight you. <laughs> That's yes, Blinky. That's the spirit. You're welcome to call me fat. I'm okay with it at this point. You know what I mean. I also have zits. Like you want to? I mean, it's like it's bad. I'm a forty nine year old man. With uh, look at that giant one, but whatever, man. My kids love me. That's all that matters. Komate, uh, komate. All right, that's it. Everybody, go watch Be Dabbler and then uh, Ski Mask Collective later. Uh, I'm gonna die from the COVID. God bless.